Hey guys, welcome back to Cooking with Connor. I'm your host, Connor. You're listening on 102.5 Wicked. And today I got a really good recipe for some jerk chicken pasta. Before we get into that, I wanted to talk about the summer, because a lot, a lot, a lot of crazy stuff happened, uh, especially for me and for the studio in general. Uh, I'll go over what like process I went through, though, because it was hectic for a lot of the summer. That's why I didn't record uh, a lot of episodes. Uh, as you know, I only have like two on so far. This will be my third one. Uh, that was because over the summer, I worked a full-time job, I moved, and I got my flight stuff done uh, for my private pilot's license. So I was packed with my schedule. So podcasting had to take kind of a backseat there. And uh, ironically, ever since the school year started, I've actually had more time uh, with the classes. They've been very generous. So uh, I'm just going to go sh- right back into this. I'm excited. I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of stories, especially. I won't say the name of the company I work for, of course, but I'll uh, tell a bunch of stories about what happened because it's, it's, it was fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. So to start off the summer, I got uh, offered a job uh, to work on an ice cream truck over in Daytona Beach. And at the time, I wasn't living anywhere near Daytona Beach, so I stayed at my aunt's place, who actually offered me the job in the first place. And I got to stay with her, uh, and it was only like a 20-minute drive to the beach uh, to and from the shop. So I had a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for a little summer job to make a, make a quick buck, and, and it paid off amazingly. It was super fun, uh, definitely worth it. Uh, and it, it set me up for for the school year for the fall semester so it's i'm very thankful for the job uh that being said i can't even say that it was that stressful the most stressful part ironically was the training and that wasn't even close to some stuff i had in the past i've worked two jobs in the past i've worked uh, at a smoothie shop and at an italian restaurant and this was 10 times easier um 10 times more fruitful uh when it comes to pay it was it was surprising it, it felt like i was working twice or like less like i don't know how do i put it it felt like i was working significantly less um and getting way more way more of the pay for it, it almost felt kind of undeserved in, in certain cases but if you're ever looking for a job i would i would definitely say over the summer if you're near a beach you have time uh go for an ice cream truck because they 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 do very well with you now the training part of it like i said before uh was a little bit was the tiniest bit of stressful because uh just a lot of information was flown at you uh at the beginning about how to drive the ice cream truck the ice cream truck themselves how they operate uh what ice creams you need to stock what ice creams you need to uh set up in the in the freezers how, how you set it up um that was the majority of it it was a little bit difficult remembering the prices. I remember uh, I had to take I had to take like one photo and just kind of do like a, like studying when I got home about what ice cream prices were. I was just relating the photo of the ice cream to the price, and then it just gets in such a rhythm, especially when you're selling to customers that it's like one after the other, one after the other. You just remember it, and so it just becomes a, a game of simple addition. So it's 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 not that hard. <laughs> it's, it's really not that hard, uh, but it was super fun because you get to be on. The, the half that makes people smile on an ice cream truck. You know, you're you're on the other side. You're giving those people, like, it's scorching floor heat especially, like a, a nice cool refreshment. And it's it's a really cool experience, actually. I remember uh, a lot of people, a lot of customers while I was driving it, 
told me, he was like, oh, you must have the coolest job in the world, you know, pun intended, of course. And I was like, ah, yeah, I can't complain about a, about an office space like this. And I point towards the ocean. It was, it was beautiful, man. That was, that was amazing. Uh, definitely next time we're going to go do it. Uh, but a couple of stories I have on the ice cream truck, um, especially one I want to tell. Uh, it's a little bit of a lengthy one, but I'll try to get through it as fast as I can. Um, there was one day, I think it was the second day I got to drive my solos, which meant that I just drove by myself instead of having like an, uh, an assistant with me or me being the assistant. Um, I got to do it all by myself, uh, drive, serve ice cream, the whole, the whole shebang. And I, there was like a group of kids and they were uh, like, Hey, can we get free ice cream if we mention my father's name? Like, I'm like, unless your name is the U.S. president, I'm not going to be able to do that, most likely. And they said, okay, well, they say his name is, and I'll, I'll say, like, James. Uh, I won't say his actual name, of course, but I remember, I was like, okay, wait a minute. No, the kids have a point, though, because James was the owner of a couple of uh, beach chair shops around the um, around the beach, where people would set up, like set up a, like a truckload full of beach umbrellas, um, obviously chairs and such like that. Uh, he was the owner of that, and I remember we had a problem in the past where he kept buying ice cream like that. Um, he just get it for free because he was the owner, and I was like, okay, I was told to not do that <laughs> since that was a thing of the past, but. Uh, I still felt really bad because they didn't have any money whatsoever. So I said, okay, tell you what. Uh, if you beat me in a rock, paper, scissors match, best out of three, I will give your... If you beat me in a rock, paper, scissors match, best out of three, I will give your entire uh, four group of kids ice cream. And there was no adult with them, so I, I was like, okay, if, I, if they beat me fair and square, I will give them the ice cream. And then... Uh, Kid, kid uh, just destroys me and wins 2-0. Uh, I did not win a single round. And I go, you know what? I'm a man of my word. I give him the ice cream. And I, uh, I head out, and they're, they were super excited. And I was like, okay, well, I'm glad it made them feel earned. Uh, just because I felt bad, though. Um, I understood I, could, I gave the kids free ice cream. I took money out of my own wallet and then put, like, the, the price it would be in the cash register. Uh, just because I don't want you know, the business to suffer because of my my stupid misdeeds if it got if it got to that i don't think you know in the long run it's gonna be that big of a deal but you know i still wanted to be correct on the business end for it uh about 30 minutes later so half an hour um the sands of the beach get really really thick and uh sugary is what we call it so it's hard to move through and eventually i get stuck and when you get stuck on the beach that sucks because now you need to get out you need to dig out the shovel or sorry you need to dig out the tires with a shovel and then place boards underneath the tires in order to get out. And then even if you get out, if you're still in like a lot of sugary sand, you're just gonna get stuck again. So I'm like, okay, this is a big problem. And uh, I, I get out, I start going out, and, I, and two people come up to me and they start helping me. And they're talking like, oh, is your first time getting stuck? I'm like, yeah, it's you know, second time on the beach alone. It's like, yeah, no, I understand. And then uh, uh, a person in a giant, not a tow truck, but it was it was like a, it wasn't a, it wasn't a Jeep either. It kind of like a combination of a. Uh, it's just something I knew that could lift my truck out of the sand. Uh, they came uh, to the right, parked, and started setting up the winch. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, that's, you know, I didn't even ask. Like, <laughs> I'm sure I have to pay this person uh, about whoever it is if they're trying to help me. And so they came up to me, and they said, uh, it was, a, it was a guy in glasses. It was, it was a guy in glasses. He was, looked very intimidating. I remember he looked very 
like uh, like he was the boss, you know, of of something. <laughs> he, he looked he looked very intimidating. Sure enough, he goes up to me. How you doing? Name's James, and I'm like, oh my god, it's the owner. <laughs> it was the owner of the or the dad of the kids. And then he goes, thanks for hooking my boys up. I got you now. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> That is a that is a butterfly effect that happened. I was like, oh wow, if I didn't if I didn't make that call with rock paper scissors, I was like, I I probably wouldn't be able to get out of here right now. And uh, I remember I was like, I, I told I told James I was like, yeah, your your boys meet me fair and square. I, I can't I can't lie. And then we we laughed about it for a second and I got unstuck. And uh, luckily I, I took like a left path to get away from the sugar sugar sand more towards the the shore of the beach, and that worked. And I, I had the rest of the day and sold, sold, sold a lot of ice cream and got out with a pretty sizable payday. So I was very happy about that. Uh, it was a funny story. I told the people at the shop about it and they thought it was funny. Uh, and yeah, that was that was the main one I wanted to tell about the ice cream truck. Uh, a couple other ones that are just mainly about how kind of scary kids are, I'd say, when it comes to ice cream. Because they have one thing they think about when they get ice cream, right? is to get ice cream. That's that's all their minds are, especially younger kids. You see ice cream truck, you know, you see ice cream, ice cream, people start running. Uh, I feel like it gets kind of more worrying when that happens with younger kids because that's all what younger kids think about and they don't regard the danger that a, like a freaking 14 ton truck is moving at a sizable speed that can't injure you. So what you shouldn't do is run in front of it. And you can see where I'm going with this. They ran in front of it. Of course, I would stop as fast as I can. I would slow down if I saw, you know, people in front of me. But I remember one kid. Uh, she must have been like, I think genuinely like five. And she just looks at the truck. I see it in my rear mirror. She looks at the truck. I've already passed her. And she just stops what she's doing. She was like digging a hole with the straightest face and just, just starts running full sprint without making any noise, any any facial expression, no happiness. It was just full sprint towards the side of the truck. Parents freaked out, of course. They were like, they're like, no, no, stop, 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 stop. And they like they grabbed her and she was still trying to run through their arms. It was like this is this feels like a like a robot. It it feels like an NPC. Uh, for like a quest it, it's it felt weird and of course i stopped the truck and i made sure everything was okay and like she was still trying to run even as she was being restrained with the, just a dead look in her face looking me dead in the eye and i'm like okay i i shouldn't be here for long but i, I can't, it was like it was like hypnotism it was a trance i was like i <laughs> but like i said before kids just think of okay they want ice cream that's all they're gonna think about and i had a couple other cases like that but a little bit less intense um at another kid, uh, I think they're about 13 something. They're like, okay, we have no money, but can we uh, can we switch some bars? Can we wrap for you? And if we do a good enough job, can you uh, give us free ice cream? I'm like, you know what? Yes, if you can impress me, I will. I will give you free ice cream. And so uh, they did it, and it was the worst bars that I've heard in my life. It was the worst lyrics, worst song I've ever heard. It was barely a song. Um, so I had to look them dead in the eye, and I was like, dude, <laughs> I was like, you. Don't 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 try that don't try that again. It's not gonna work. <laughs> I'm like, I I was I, I was a little bit hard. I was like, uh, I'm, be, I'm gonna be real with you, bro. That was that was awful. That was, <laughs> that was I ain't gonna get you nowhere. And uh, they were like, oh man, are you, are you sure? I'm like, I can give you a cup of ice. Does that work? And they're like, you know what? We'll take it. And then they did. They did. Uh, but besides that, there was another weird rap instance. But it was some some dude who was more rude because he actually. According to him, build up a career on rap, uh, but you know he just he just he didn't 
he didn't sing any song, he just screamed at us. That was weird. There's a lot of scream people. A lot of people who are entitled to ice cream on the beach. But, you know, it's, those are few and far between. Honestly, it's a little bit rare, rare those occurrences. Usually you get very nice people. Um, but people who aren't, it makes a good story. So, uh, and then the two other things, I finished my private pilot's license. Um, you know, whoop-de-doo. Whoop I, I, it's so weird to say that, especially coming from a perspective of an Embry student, because, you know, that's kind of what we nurture here, so it's ironically not that big of a deal. Um, first I over the suburb with my girlfriend, so that was, that was, that was fun, honestly. I had a, a lot of fun near the end. And uh, I moved to Daytona uh, with my father as he got a place over in Port Orange, and um, we just set up shop there, and now I don't have to travel an hour and a half to record this podcast every weekend. I can travel 15 minutes, and it's very nice. I can do this so much more easier now. Um, the hardest part is just going to be coming up with ideas. Uh, originally, I wanted this podcast, or this episode specifically, to be about the ocean, uh, since I found a lot of cool stuff on it, specifically the Mariana Trench, but I'm like, okay, I don't think I want to do that. I want something that pops out more, and that kind of leads me to where I'm, my next topic here is I want to have, like, uh, of course, other people on the podcast. I mentioned that before, but I want to do, like, okay, I'll we have, like, a question, and we all put our input on it on the answer with it. and it doesn't have to be serious like okay what do we think of you know this person uh, this sounds bad no they're like what do we think of this idea uh what do we think of this place that kind of stuff no i want to be kind of silly you know like um i don't know like five and five pick a game uh you can choose anyone in the world dead or alive uh who you pick in and then okay i'm gonna go with i don't know daffy duck and I'll, I'll add okay yeah it could be fictional as well like that kind of stuff i want to do that uh, you know i might always do that idea with a couple like two other friends i'd say i've done it in the past uh but it was a while a while ago so um that's about enough time that i have today i really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in um expect more on the way more consistent schedule i'm excited to get this back going again and i will see you guys later thank you for listening to 102.5 on wicked and thank you <laughs>